once again. We are back. Out of the shadows we arise. To give you fucks Christmas content. <laughs> that will not revolve around Christmas. <laughs> What's up, bro? Fucking chilling, dude. How's uh, life? Life's good, man. Been fucking busy. Yeah, you have. I've been fucking busy. Um, uh, we're just scaling up at work at speeds, at light fucking speeds, mm-hmm. at, at ridiculous speeds. What's that fucking uh, in uh, space balls? Ridiculous, ridiculous speed. What the, <laughs> f- what the fuck? I don't know. I haven't seen space balls. Oh fuck, bro. It's just like when they're going through light space. There's just like really ridiculous titles for each like progressively oh, faster weird. Mm-hmm. yeah and one of them is like ridiculous speed I don't remember <laughs> that's how fast you guys are moving someone loves space balls is like is this you fucking fucks yeah I can't believe you yeah dude it's, cr- it's just crazy like I don't like numbers and uh-huh. dude we're just the, the numbers we're throwing around at work just versus like money potentially coming if we keep scaling up and the number of articles we're scaling up to each month and we're hiring on new writers and now we're putting a community news portion on our site so people can submit their own articles. Oh. So we'll have, like, a forum, essentially. That's cool. Yeah. So, like... And if it's good enough, we'll put it on the main site. Oh, dope. Yeah. So it'll be almost like a little, like, uh, testing ground yes. kind of thing. Yes. So you guys are moving almost to, like, a complex-type model, that, correct? That's that's kind of what we're going for, yeah. We're trying to plan a lot more video content um, this year. Uh... Yeah, we're just trying to be a lot more visible. And like the meeting yesterday, we, it was a, a meeting about SEO, which is search engine optimization, which is essentially like the basis subroutines and fucking programs that like all of the internet works on nowadays, as far mm-hmm. as just like how you get your content found. Mm-hmm. And like the main thing we went over is this thing called I'll try to go over this quick because it fucking it's not that exciting but it's called an SEO triangle it's called an SEO pyramid uh-huh. and essentially you have con- like shitty content at the bottom and progressively you go up it's better quality um, but it's all about the same topic 
Oh, right, right. And it all, and all the SEO conglomerates and builds, and as it builds, it pushes that, that pyramid up the Google ranks, essentially. Huh. Yeah. So to get, like, one topic up the ranks, you pretty much have to build a whole pyramid around it and push it up. Oh. Yeah. So it's not, it's no longer just, like, adding keywords to shit. Like, you have to have an entire background, essentially, like, like hundred, like, like, hundreds of pieces of content. Just to push that one idea forward. Yes. Oh, my. Yes. And so it's just daunting because mm-hmm. we have all this stuff, so a lot of it is going to be just going back through, finding it, and retooling it, and pushing it in a different direction, and linking it all together. Whoa. And it's just really fucked, because we have a lot of the content needed for these topics. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that sounds daunting as fuck. It is. <laughs> it is. I was very stressed out yesterday. Uh-huh. I was very stressed out yesterday. But it was a blessing in disguise, because I hadn't lifted weights in so long, because my hip, my uh-huh. hip's been all fucked up. Uh, I was... I, just I don't know if I have talked about this on, I had talked about this on the podcast but basically I found out I wasn't using my glute muscles correctly and so I had to go do some physical therapy and just stretch and I was pretty much not really doing shit lift wise for like the last three months uh-huh. and uh, but I was just so stressed out yesterday I was gonna stab someone in the face <laughs> so I was like fuck it I'm lifting weights today that sounds so good right now it's not even funny I don't give a fuck I was, and I went and lifted weights and I I felt good. Nice. My my I I just concentrated on I activated my glutes with my stretches before I lifted and I mm-hmm. just warmed up good and I lifted and fine. Uh-huh. Lord, I I was throwing two twenties around for thirty minutes, and uh, I didn't my back didn't hurt today. I was sore in all the correct places. My you know, my boy, you know. my hams, my quads, my glutes a little bit all sore. No back pain at all. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And I was like, fuck it. And I went and did it again today. We'll see how I feel tomorrow. But yeah, I think I'm back to start scaling back up to lifting. Solid, dude. That's a good day. That is a good day. Yeah. That's good to hear. So that horrible stress at work propelled me into <laughs> to fucking just like a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there were a couple periods uh, during like the, f- the crush of like the end of the quarter and finals and all that where I just didn't go to jujitsu for like a week at a time. Yeah. And then when I went finally it was like oh yeah this is why i fucking go because i feel like so carefree and relaxed afterwards yeah like i just spent an hour and a half trying not to get strangled like who gives a fuck about yes you know my like my score that i get on this final half yes. my credits are credit or half my classes are credit no credit anyways like why am i fucking stressed out about this yeah yeah when you're trying to lift when you're holding fucking 20 pound weights above your head and squatting you're like hey don't let those go if you drop one on your head you're gonna die don't die don't die don't die <laughs> there's a good chance you die <laughs> yeah i think there's there's a lot of a lot of avoidance of like struggle and danger today that you just you kind of need some of that and so, even if it's simulated even mm-hmm. if it's just you know, going to a controlled situation like jujitsu or self defense or something like yes. that. Like, put yourself in a position where it's like you have to focus on don't die, don't die, don't die, don't die. And then your whole rest of the day is like, ah, I'm alive. Everything is wonderful. Yep. Yeah. I had a realization last night in the shower that, like, I'll use writing to avoid the gym uh-huh. as, like, a form of resistance. But mm. it's so crazy because writing is my career. Mm-hmm. So it's. 
and I, I was just high as fuck in the shower last night before I went to bed, and it just clicked. I was like, you silly bitch. <laughs> Dude, like, it's, it's you so- have to work out first thing in the morning now, so that's my new goal Like to start is like every day, no matter what, I'm working out. I get up, drink my coffee, go. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's how I approach school as well. Like, I can be as busy as I want to be and not... Uh, like not have to do other shit. Like oh no, don't have time to go work out. Oh, yeah. Ah, I just don't have time to go to the grocery store this week. Ah, oh, it's just so busy with school. I'm just gonna drive to Dick's I'm three nights a week. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, only a couple times. <laughs> Those cravings strike. Oh, I feel it. But bro. but yeah, like it's uh, it is this. This weird, ex- it's an excuse that isn't an excuse, That's and because it's of so that, tricky. it's it's super insidious because yes. you it gives you the impression that you're making progress, that you're doing the things you're supposed to be doing, and that like you're really just like, you know, you just don't have time for anything else. In your but life. you're actually missing out on a huge chunk. Yeah. Of, like what's gonna make if you just do the the physical stuff and the working out and went to the grocery store and ate better, you could work better and more efficient at the schooling. Yeah. It would all be more efficient. Everything would be, like, super synergistic, and I could still do all the, like, frivolous fuck-off things that I want to do and that I end up doing to procrastinate further. (laughs) Yeah. I could do those without the crushing guilt and, like, like, looming fear overhead. Yeah. That, like, everything's gonna come crashing down yeah. the top of me. Yeah, when you like, burp up <laughs> and you taste that burger and you're just like, you asshole. <laughs> you're such you a fuck. dick. Why don't you just sit on Instagram and look at 14 more memes <laughs> and wait another 20 minutes before you start that paper, you fucking asshole. <laughs> that's like, exactly. And that's what you do. Because exactly. I do the same shit too, brother. Mm-hmm. I do the same shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, like, I always have the best intentions, like, every quarter. And quarter system is nice. Like, being in school is nice because you get that reset every once in a while. Like, you do get that pause to, like, come up for air. And, like, this break has been fantastic. Like it, it legit took me, like, three to four days to fucking, like, power down oh, yeah. out of, like, school mode and not, like, get up in the morning and, like, let's do, like, what is, what do I need to get done today? What's happening? Like, yeah. where do I need to be? It took... Solid three four days oh, I can to like wind down out of that and not like reactively like ah something's late like fuck where do I need to be just <laughs> you know, like, a, like a raccoon <laughs> in a fucking neighborhood looking for food just on high alert just like fucking like a traumatized <laughs> pet yeah <laughs> like a chihuahua who's been kicked one too many times exactly just shaking and fucking snapping at people yeah <laughs> just like that oh man it took a little while to power out of that but the you know once once I was able to disconnect from that a little bit, like, it's been great. Been able to go actually do things in Seattle. Like, been able to go, uh, I've been going to jujitsu like, every day. Every day. And there's been a couple days where, uh, I'm gonna be doing it twice. Like, tomorrow I'm gonna go twice. Fuck yeah. And then, um, I might even go while I'm in Moses Lake. I'd set something up with a couple people that are currently training to try and do that. Dope. Just because the more... What I really like about this gym, too, is they they do things on, like, a month-to-month basis, where each month has a specific focus. I like that. So, for October, they did leg locks, and it was Ooh. leg October. Leg October. And Loctober. November was... 
So many funny October puns yep. with everything. <laughs> Croptober, Leglocktober, yeah. <laughs> so many. December is December. We're doing all like back, back control, back work, and back control, and taking. You about them to be back. wearing backpacks and shit. Mm-hmm. That's gonna mm-hmm. be fun. And it, the coolest thing is like when they start to, you start to learn how to like chain stuff up and set things up a few steps ahead of time instead of going for like one submission one attack go for it fight to the end you're like using submissions to set up other things and you're like learning how to do that yeah and i'm still like i can only grasp it as a concept right now like i'm still quite a ways away from being able to like i'm gonna go for this you know uh rear naked choke in order to set you up for a uh fucking this weird twister thing we do where they you grab the knee and then you grab their collar and like them in half. Of, yeah, pretty much. And you're like choking them out with their own collar while you're pulling the against the body. Yeah, it's like, ripping them in half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So like, I'm still a ways away from being able to actually like do that in practice. But like every once in a while, I can recognize like where things are. And when you see how things get chained up, it it opens up like this whole world of like, oh, like, that's what they're doing. It's not just that people are just like so talented and technical that they're able to perform those submissions better it's just that they're able to like think way ahead and like lay out a whole bunch of different options at every they just push you where you need to go for them to choke you out in this Mm -hmm. position Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's it's awesome and that whole that whole process of like thinking that i've got something figured out and being like okay i'm getting good at this like maybe maybe soon i'll get a stripe and then going up against somebody that's got their stripe and just getting fucking mauled by them. Being yeah. Like, oh, nope. Each you, progressive you level, time, bitch. even like stripe to stripe isn't that much from belt to belt, but even one stripe to one stripe, I'm sure the level is just uh, so much different. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I was working out with a dude yesterday that like just got his first stripe. <clears throat> and like when it came time to like adjust something in the position where we would have to like set up for something as the coach was walking us through something Mm -hmm. it would be uh he was able to like understand what was needed out of the scenario like way more than i was like i would have to be almost like walked through every single step before it really clicked and that might just be my learning style i don't know yet right but there's there's very clear like uh very clear divisions and skill level even even at the stripe level of stripes right so it's nice to be thrown in the mix with wolves and be humbled yeah like on a very very regular basis and it sounds like that's a good solid ranking system where they're not just giving people shit if the level of difference between yeah. each one is that is noticeable that means they're earning yeah. that much you know techniques and skill yeah i started to like the more since i've gone more and seen uh, multiple coaches like talk about different things like I've started to understand how they do their system they like they base it off of like attendance how many classes you're attending and they look for specific things um, they don't really do like tests per se they just like keep an eye on people and the coaches all talk amongst themselves I like about that who's who's doing the work like who still needs work i like that you can tell who's there to get it who's there to work and who's there just phoning it in Mm -hmm. and the coaches can tell Mm -hmm. i like that i don't think a test is i I just fucking don't like tests yeah i don't either (laughs) tests in any in any way i don't like like in college and and, yeah just tests are weird yeah those weird benchmarks like do this and you'll get there it's just like yeah that's that's a little um disingenuous of what's like actually going on mm-hmm. and you know? 
and it's been like that was actually like one of the things I was starting to recognize like, I recognize it at Central a little bit just that the way I approached everything in life was very much influenced by being a like identifying as a student primarily mm-hmm. and like always focusing on grades and shit like the way that I approached everything was like I was preparing for a test and so like every every scenario that could possibly be like relationships social interactions like uh you know business dealings like everything was a test like how am i stacking up how am i comparing like right. what was my grade for this what was my grade for that friday night yeah and the, exactly did I black out d Ex- <laughs> <laughs> did i puke f oh damn it <laughs> and like that whole that whole approach like has kind of fucked me over in the sense that like i'm not necessarily Im- focusing on like improving as a person per se but rather just like checking the box of like make like did i do this correctly that was fine okay, yes yeah yeah exactly so that like, makes sense it's yeah yeah I, a lot of a lot of things i have approached from that perspective of not uh it what i'm trying to do is do more of a just like day to day just like am i getting better am i am i on a positive trajectory if so excellent if not like what needs to change yeah rather than just like is my overall like what i'm doing can it be summarized in a 4.0 scale like does it fit into that somewhere yeah that's that's the mindset i've gotten into too is every day just trying just it's so stereotypical but it's fucking stereotypical and it's cliche because it works like Mm -hmm. you just focus on one day at a goddamn time and just make sure you're doing better and then you would try to do yesterday and that you're going to fuck up a lot of days but a lot of days you are going to get better mm-hmm. and that's and that's why when i go to meetings it's so daunting and stressful for me because mm-hmm. i i found so much stress in, or so much relief stress relief in that just like day by day mindset uh-huh. and just being like somewhat in the moment to an extent like that and when you go and we're just talking about like what we're gonna do this year and scaling and numbers and we're gonna grow like this i'm just like oh my god this is <laughs> this is too much to think i'm about. trying to live one day at a time you fucks yeah so <laughs> at one point i was sitting there shaking my head and my boss was like you got questions bro i can take out questions I was like bro this is just this is a lot <laughs> he's like what do you mean i was like straight up oh, big numbers stress me out uh-huh. it's like big numbers stress me the fuck out mm-hmm. yeah but they were able to um just explain it in a more in a, in a feasible logical way about mm-hmm. how it's all gonna work for us mm-hmm. at the end of it and so this was like a four hour thing like we went over so much stuff damn and uh yeah but it was good by the end of it that's good yeah that's good, good at least you didn't leave it. in a complete panic no <laughs> no no i knew i was good i was just like i'm gonna go to the fucking gym and i'm just gonna fucking write a little bit tonight and just figure it out uh-huh so, I woke up better, a lot better. Nice. Went to the gym, ba ba ba. Good. Yeah. It's been nice uh, having that ability to like set a like some sort of a rhythm that I want to do versus just everything shopped around a class, like schedules and classes and all that shit. You still schedule your days off, and that annoys me. Hey man, you know <laughs> that annoys. I got a bunch of shit I'm trying to do over break, so <laughs> fuck you. Settle down over there. <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> am I improving a little bit day by day? <laughs> yes, I am. Suck my dick. 
I seen you over there scheduling your day off last night, and I was just like judging you silently. <laughs> He's a slave. He's a slave to calendars. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> my time is precious. I have to use it wisely. Yeah, I tried doing that, and I just got stressed out. Mm-hmm. That's way. It, it's a it's a not enough balancing wiggle, act. Not enough wiggle room in that for me. It's it's legit only enough to like make sure that I can do like the handful of things that maybe get done in a day or that I'm really trying to get done. Mm-hmm. Like most of it has to do around like when is jujitsu, what time is gonna work like for today. I think is what you're referring to, mm-hmm. like scheduling out. Yeah, yeah. like. I know I'm supposed to go do some shit with Amy before jujitsu, and like just to pick out a time that would work to podcast. Like I just gotta like double check. That's all. Because before what I would do, I used to do the thing where like I would fucking schedule out like down to the 15 minute chunks oh, about like what you know. And that's a, and that makes sense because in college when you're in class, sometimes those 15 minute chunks are like the only time you have to eat like on a Thursday when that's your long day. Yeah. Yeah, just 15 minutes. Oh, shovel food in face. Survive. Move on through day. Protein bar. Fucking coffee. <laughs> yeah. And, like, those, those like, the 15 to 30 minute chunks are, like, the biggest killers of, like, th- those are where the majority of, like, non-productive shit happens. Because it's not long enough to like really sit down and get into the groove to like hammer some shit out right and it's not long enough or it's not short enough to like just write it off entirely so you're stuck in this weird limbo of like eh, i guess i'll just get on facebook fuck it yeah. and then every single time i'll convince myself like you're working hard you deserve a break pat yourself on the back you know what get a coffee get a fucking brownie we're at it you treat yourself god damn it and like it always devolves into that so I would, like, schedule out these, like, fucking everything. Like, when my, you know, take lunch at this time, and then I would try and, like, stack all my tasks as well. Mm-hmm. Like, while you're eating, do, like, the oh, other Jesus. shit you want to do. Like, you know, listen I'm- to this podcast or watch this video or what. Yeah, yeah, No, it was a mess. It <laughs> was a fucking a, mess. That's a mess. I wanted to kill myself yeah. for, like, two weeks. <laughs> that, sounds like, that sounds horrible. Some people- it says, listen to Joe Rogan. Like, I don't want to listen to Joe Rogan. Don't listen to Joe Rogan. I'm not going to. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I need, I need structure, but not too much structure, and like I'm still finding where that. I just need a general is. direction. Yeah. Like I don't wouldn't even call my life structured. Mm-hmm. It's just a general direction. Mm-hmm. Make sure you, because um, I do a good job with my team of planning out my content for the month. So that's it's not hard to just sit down and write that, as it's mm-hmm. all like you know this month I have 97 pieces coming out. Yeah. And. Uh, which is last, which is going to be a bump because I only did eighty five last month. Mm. So only eighty five. Jesus Christ, sir. <laughs> well, oh, fuck. <laughs> Good lord. Uh. So yeah, that's just those are generally all planned out. I have a little wiggle room with them, and we switch some up because sometimes just some news comes up, and we're like, "Well, let's talk about that." Fuck this stupid thing. Because uh-huh. some of those pieces, it's just at the end of the meeting, we're like, "Just do this." Fuck it, sure. Just so stoned, just trying to plan content. <laughs> Brains are fried. <laughs> And, like, usually, like, some dope shit will pop up in the middle of the month that uh-huh. will just replace the dumb shit anyway. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so we, we have that wiggle room always. But, yeah, my general direction is drink coffee, A, sleep a lot, B, fucking work out, write your fucking, like, three articles a day, and sometimes four, whatever, and fucking 
try to be a better roommate, a better friend, and a better clan member. God, God damn, sir. And those are just like the six or seven things I've just narrowed, and family, whatever. That's like the same shit, though. <laughs> just trying to like narrow my life down into those simple fucking things. That's nice. Diet is the other one. Mm-hmm. Diet, eat good all mm-hmm. the time. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I just that's my that's how simple it is right now, and I just go in that direction every fucking day. Mm-hmm. Just like I knock off those eight things, generally. Yeah. Whether it's do the dishes that day or fucking just whatever. A little bit better day little, by day. Yeah. Yeah, that's I and I that's what I hope to be able to do at some point. Just have like these loose collections of like this is what you're focusing on, and then have like. Know, like objectives in each of those to like tackle yeah today i'm working on this like the the big thing i noticed was where this where i really recognized that like like i need more structure than i thought i did was at my um my assistantship where i was given almost no no structure at all it was like this is a project we're working on redo this project this is what i want you to do these are the questions i want you to work on go forth mm-hmm. it was no like there was, like they didn't keep track of hours they didn't tell me like when i needed to be there it was so it was so fucking open form that they like gave me so much rope that i hung myself oh yeah like and that's what i've designed my life into is that exact thing mm-hmm. it's just like we're gonna plan this shit out and go mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i love it i love all that freedom mm-hmm. see it i thought it was gonna be perfect because they gave me they set me up with like remote work access and i've heard like through tim ferris and everything like remote work is the way to go and but the ca- the caveat is remote work is the way to go if you don't rely on like an external store source for structure and coming from like a very type a like nutrition in general is a super type a driven program of people right like, you'll find more type a people in nutrition than anywhere else wow. so like all kinds of shit is like all your classes are like structured and laid out and like these are when the assignments are due here here and here and there's lists of everything all over the place chapters this day this this day quiz this day test this day probably you probably stick to that good teachers probably stick to that schedule like 99 percent of the time yeah there's not every once in a while there's a little bit of flexibility about like oh we ran a little bit long on this day so that's why I say that's why I say like 98 99% Mm because there's gonna be yeah that happens and always like nearly I'd say probably a solid 9 out of 10 people in that I've known from nutrition will sit down with all of their syllabi at the beginning of the quarter all of their course requirements stuff and like plot out the whole quarter in a planner as far as like what is due when and all that kind of shit so that's never been something i've done but it's i definitely see the the use of it mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's just a, scr- a structured group of people and i didn't realize how much of that inherent structure i relied on to get shit done and so at my assistantship it was a real wake-up call when i had like all these I was basically doing a literature review on circadian rhythms and like how the timing of eating in no you were roasting me outcomes. about fucking up my circadian rhythm one night. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you're up too. Uh, what are you talking I about? I know. The, <laughs> the other thing, hella funny. Like every any any like medical related field, 
is so funny to me because in learning all about it, you're going to do everything that you're not <laughs> supposed to so that you can get to a position of authority where you can then tell people not to do what you just did. You were like, all of... It feels to me like all of nutrition and medicine and all the shit is like, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. It's a very, like, weird... Precarious. It, yeah, it's weird, and I'm not s super comfortable with it either. Bro. Because if... I know for a fact, like, it's not supposed to be the sort of thing where, like, you, you don't just look at the people doing nutrition and be like, oh, like, do what they do. Mm -hmm. But that's what it is. It's not like you're supposed to follow their recommendations as an expert, not necessarily like their personal approach to life. Right. But that's a hard, uh, it's hard to disengage yourself from like following an example, you know what I'm saying? Well, and from my standpoint, who's a very layman's terms, like, so I'm a very, sometimes I'm an advocate of just like, sometimes scientists just think about shit way too fucking much. Like, mm. y'all just need to relax and just feel it out. <laughs> feel it out. There's uh -huh. a lot of life, you just need to fucking feel it. Mm -hmm. I'm a big advocate of that. Um, and, uh, like, for me, it's hard to, like, trust. Uh, I have like a personal example of this, but it's hard to trust like health educators or nutritionists when some of them eat shittier than the comedians I love. Yeah. And I'm like, well, but Rogan and fucking Brendan Schaub are better examples of like being just like, um, you know, good about discipline and diet and nutrition and trying what works for them and, you know, sticking to it and being healthy. Uh, They're way better examples than like a lot of nutritionist and so it that's I'm you know I have you it's but for people who are maybe don't think about as much as me like they're just gonna judge the fuck out of you guys like mm -hmm. yeah stupid scientist <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like and admittedly like I'm a horrible example of like what people should be eating like I don't, like, I'll, I'll go through, I go through, like, stretches of where I'll just, like, focus on making sure I'm cooking really healthy and eating really healthy, and then I'll go through a couple weeks of just, like, ah, don't care, I'm gonna eat whatever I want, I'm gonna crush this entire bag of peppermint and chocolate-covered almonds in a week. Here Those we are, go. I snuck one. <laughs> Ridiculous, right? God damn it. I snuck one, I was high, they were on the counter, I was like, I'm gonna eat one. <laughs> I tried not to leave them out. <laughs> I'm gonna eat one. <laughs> <laughs> I know, as soon as you laid on your, your keto experiment, like, I was just like, well, obviously I need candy in my life. Fuck you, Josh. I'm going to eat all the potatoes in the world. I was like, <laughs> I was like it is an almond. <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking rail a line of exogenous ketones while you're eating these almonds. Just hop, hop, hop. Yeah. Yeah. Eating, like, nutrition is weird because you can't like it's hard to separate the whole bit about like morality and food and like self-worth self and shit it gets really weird because when you start basing on like how people should be eating or laying down judgment about people based on how they eat like it can really fuck up people's eating patterns mm -hmm. and if you want to talk about like mental illnesses as far as their uh, their their health outcome impact, eating disorders are like number one in terms of deaths like an anorexia I think specifically is like the number one kill uh, the number one killer for mental illnesses wow yeah so th it's a very 
it's a delicate approach. Yeah. Because you don't want to convince somebody that they they just need to be eating a certain way and then like start them off on this weird pattern of you know not eating certain foods just because like they feel they're bad or that they, it gets super fucking weird orthorexia is it's not officially recognized yet as a actual disorder i have a a premonition that in the future it will be orthorexia is this this obsession with the healthfulness of what you're eating and eating clean and all that all that sort of it's stuff it's like the opposite of anorexia it well Anorexia is more like you're avoiding eating, and it, it has to do. I guess it's like, like the opposite of like morbid obesity in a sense. They just go too healthy. Yeah, it's it has more to do with like the disordered pattern of eating. Hmm. Like you won't, um, like in extreme cases, it will be like people will narrow it down to like a couple foods that they feel safe about that they know for a fact. Like I grew this zucchini in my garden. Oh. I know there's no pesticides on it. I know. It's not anywhere near some fucking cadmium mining field or something. Right. Like, I know it's safe. I'm just going to stick with zucchini. When it gets to, like, that point... It, you can't yeah. just eat zucchini. You can't just eat zucchini. <laughs> yeah. So, and it, the whole... Like, I don't know. There's, It's hard to suss out, like, one person's just discipline as far as, like, oh, I don't consider Doritos food and therefore I avoid them that way versus somebody's... Oh, no, they're delicious. Like, they're delicious food. Yeah. But, like, some people have that approach. And that, just thinking <laughs> about it. Continue, though. Some people have that approach, and that works for them. Other yeah. people where, if they were to get... Uh, if they were to get focused on that, like, they would just forego eating all things that could be even considered, like, remotely cor- cor- uh, connected to Doritos. Like, it gets it gets weird. Um. So I don't know how to how to approach that necessarily, and when talking with food about people, a lot of times it gets in terms of like what is good and what is bad and and all that, and it's not it's not an area. Like, I hope this is an area that we get to actually explore in class mm-hmm. at some point and like figure out how to approach it because I don't necessarily want to be. The, there's that common, you know, everything in moderation sort of thing. Like, th- that we should be recognizing, though, that it's not like these things are good for us. Like, nobody's claiming that Doritos are a health food. And so the, qu- the question then becomes, like, are Doritos something that you want to be incorporated in your in your life? Like, is that is that something you want to have as a moderate source of food throughout your lifetime. Does Doritos fit in that picture for you? If not, that then... Like, that's so absurd. <laughs> yeah, that's you a know? good way to look at it. Yeah. So, because I know, I know people that I would consider, like, extremely healthy and actually, like, really, really well-balanced and thought out about how they approach foods like that. And for them, they just put Doritos, candy bars like donuts all that kind of shit they just put it into this box in their mind where it's like that isn't real food i don't want anything to do with it and for them mm-hmm. like that works for them they literally it's just a f- switch that they flip and it's not even a problem for them anymore i don't know how they do that because doritos are I, like I'm god's not- dandruff and it's amazing bro yeah because i'm i'm just gonna try it's hard with this keto thing because christmas is coming up and well of course i'm gonna 
it's just you have to. It's far because I'm I'm also I have too much fuck it in me too. Mm-hmm. Like the discipline I have created for myself is just that I created it mm-hmm. out of fucking almost nowhere, <laughs> and I'm holding on to it and I work at it all the time. But my 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 switch is fuck it, mm-hmm. and it feels good to say fuck it. It does. And so I think with the keto thing, but with the keto thing, I feel fucking great. My focus is better. My vocabulary is better. Your vocabulary is Yes. Better. It is one thing I instantly noticed, even through the weed, everything. When I'm writing, when I'm speaking, my vocabulary is better. Weird. Weird as fuck. <laughs> my focus is crazy. And the food is, and this was exactly my objective by starting this shit. And another point to add on was weird about, like, judging people about their food. I try so hard not to prophesize ever since I started this shit. Mm-hmm. I just try to not even bring it up. Mm-hmm. I try so hard. But it's hard because sometimes if you want to go out... John, John Cordial, the patron saint of keto. Yeah. But it's, but it's fucking hard because when people are like, oh, you want to go out and to eat? And it's like, I mean, I will, but we... Can I go someplace where I can stick to my diet? Because if you guys want to go get burgers, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so there's, it's just, it comes up a lot in our modern society. Mm-hmm. It really does. When you're trying to be disciplined and stick to shit. And for me, it just avoids not going out anymore. Because mm-hmm. it's just the easiest way to do it. There is a thing, there is also that thing too where like food has so much value as far as like a, a catalyst for like social interaction and stuff mm-hmm. that it's it's difficult to put those things in that box especially when it comes to like family members and like ah you worked all day on this and I'm not gonna have any because my, my diet yeah you know my my diet, my diet. That, I, that i just started my that diet. they don't give a fuck they, about yeah they're like they think you're a crazy shut up person. eat my fucking cake go back on your diet tomorrow yeah it's uh yeah there's a lot of potential friction your family doesn't give a area. fuck about your discipline <laughs> They just don't. They just don't care. They'll never care. <laughs> or at least as much as you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it. Like, I feel fucking great, and I've been at it for... It was a week Monday, so it's only about a week and a half now. Mm-hmm. And But I fucking love stuff that I can't eat, you know, so much. So I think what I'm going to try to do is, like, two, three weeks on keto do like a weekend and just eat fruit because i miss fruit mm-hmm. I miss fruit so bad but the results are so objectively stupid awesome there's no way i'm going back now uh-huh. the focus the it's better there's <laughs> just it's unobjectively unarguably better for me so what's what started this all off bro just like the food was getting in the way of my life mm-hmm. like i could just i just you mean like Dick's burgers and pizza and like that kind of food. Just the or? cravings, yeah, the cravings, and then just trying to fight it and not enjoying the food I was eating because I was just fighting the cravings for shitty food, and I was just like, "Fuck it, something has to change, and it has to change now." Mm-hmm. So I just dove into keto like two days later, mm-hmm. and I'm probably not full keto. I'm probably just crazy low carb because mm-hmm. I've been eating at night. Uh, I do like two. I made some cranberry sauce. Because I didn't want to waste it. It was some bomb cranberry sauce I made, like, before this whole keto thing started. So I do two scoops of the cranberry sauce, a scoop of almond butter, and then I put but I put MCT oil in it, and I put nuts. So I just make sure there's a lot of fat with that sugar in the, in the fucking cranberries and a little bit in the almond butter uh-huh. to try to just slow down that fucking shit. Mm. Um, so, you know. But, so I, it's probably just crazy, but regardless... I try. I've been doing that three days in a row, and I didn't notice anything mm-hmm. when I didn't have that. So mm-hmm. I don't think that affects it a whole lot. Yeah, I 
I haven't uh, like keto is like officially like a tri- like a trend yep. bad diet type thing. Oh, it is. Like, that's another reason why I shut the fuck up about it. Because <laughs> as soon as I brought bless it up, your, bless your heart. As soon as I brought sure it up, my boss said like, he should write about it. It's trending. I was like, oh god, I don't <laughs> want to do that at all. I just want to be keto in the closet. I want to be a closet keto <laughs> kid. I just want to hang out. I want to do my thing quietly. Let me do my fat diet and shame like everyone else. Yeah, I feel fucking great. And that's the other why hard why I try. I'm not trying to proselytize because the results this last week and a half have been fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up, bro. Don't, just, don't say anything. Just don't say anything. Don't because say anything. everyone's so different, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like cryptocurrency. Yeah. You're, you're, exactly. It's We're like, in the same boat. <laughs> Like, it's a different topic. Don't talk about it with normal people. Yeah. Just fucking, just keep it in the back of your head. Like, it's great. It's fine. It works for you. Yeah. Fucking move on with your life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but for me, this shit is working. Uh-huh. And it makes, I don't know, just from how I grew up and how, it wasn't that much of a radical change from what I was normally eating. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't. I took out tortillas, bread, and fruit. Mm-hmm. And and no bullshit. Mm-hmm. I took out that stuff, and then just substituted in more MCT oil, more fat, more protein, and the same amount, a lot of vegetables, vegetables every day. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I feel fucking great. So to me, it's almost like, am I on keto? I guess you could call it that, but to me, it just, I'm eating what the fuck I should be eating, is what it feels like. There's also a weird thing with, with diets, too, and I've even noticed this from like the perspective of people that are nutrition majors and like focused on nutrition where like when someone talks about like this diet they're following it becomes well are you really on that diet or like is this, are you following it exactly mm-hmm. or what's going on there with with keto keto is going to be really hard for people to do like a full-blown ketogenic diet it's the actual like protocols for like hospitalized people on ketogenic diets is like 90% fat the primarily the rest of it from protein and that to make palatable food that's easy to make and every like easy to access for mm-hmm. the general person is super difficult yeah like you're you're eating avocados and meat and like that's it I love all those things but yep, exactly <laughs> but uh, yeah for me and that's why I also read a lot about mod keto diets uh-huh. and that is basically just extremely low carbs and they said that's gonna work better for the the normal person mm-hmm. and you're gonna feel the same shit mm-hmm. if because the whole, yeah because to me the whole idea is just to, for me to start this was like if you put a name on it it's gonna be easier for me to be disciplined in the beginning uh-huh. and I just because I just wanted to kill my my late night cravings and I wanted to just be more disciplined about my food in general mm-hmm. and i was like if starting a diet get is the training wheels for me to just do that mm-hmm. that's fine and mm-hmm. i think that's what this is is doing yeah yeah I but i but objectively like i don't think i need all of that shit that i was eating i don't need to eat apples every day i don't need to eat rice every day mm-hmm. like i just feel great i feel great i'm just gonna roll it out mm-hmm. i'm just gonna keep rolling see how long i can go for it so, so, yeah, I'm going to break it this weekend for Christmas because I'm already thinking about all the delicious shit. But then I'll just go right back on it on Tuesday and we'll just ride it out. Mm-hmm. I got the exogenous ketones, so I drink those twice a day. Mm-hmm. They taste like shit? Tastes good. Huh. Tastes just like a any pre 
good tasting pre-workout supplement you'd buy. Hmm. Yeah, it tastes like uh, I got a peaches and cream, and it tastes like uh, like those flavored waters I always used to buy. Oh, okay. With, like the shitty artificial flavorings. Yeah. In them. I, it tastes just like yeah. that. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just I eat like lots of salads with protein on it, with olive oil dr- drizzled over it. I cook a lot of stuff in in uh, bacon fat. Um, I try to go to Whole Foods and buy like good organic bacon. Try mm-hmm. to keep it as clean as possible. Uh, I eat a lot of red meat. I eat some chicken sometimes. I substitute a lot of meals with the uh, with like my Onnit shakes. Mm-hmm. Onnit is a blessing for all this shit because <laughs> I could just drink like the maca and then the recovery protein and it just fucking fills me up. But it's just. But it's weird, because even when I get hungry now, the concentration doesn't wane like it used to. I'm just like, oh, I'm hungry, and I can just go for another hour mm. before I need to just, like, oh, I'll go eat, because yeah. I can start to feel the crash then. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, over the summer, I hit a stretch where like, I wasn't really focusing on eating any particular way. It was just, you know, the normal shit that I always ate. Mm-hmm. And I noticed on days where... I would have a whole bunch of, like, fruit and oatmeal and, like, toast and shit in the mornings. When I would get hungry later in the day, it it was accompanied with, like, the hunger was way more intense, mm-hmm. and it was accompanied with a little bit of, like, fucking can't focus. Yes. Like, little, like, that, yeah. That is one thing where I started this shit, too. That can't focus thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's not the weed. It's I know for a fact this is coming from something else. Mm-hmm. Most likely diet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because most shit is spawned from that. A lot of it. I feel like if people just cleaned up their diet, that's why I try not to prosthetize. But like if people just, at the at the basis, just stopped drinking soda and eating sugar and ate more vegetables, you're going to feel better. <laughs> Un- objectively, you're going to feel better. Yeah. And I think that's mostly what I'm experiencing. Mm-hmm. But And it's also just a way for me to increase discipline. Just yeah. trying to be more disciplined and flex that. Because that's just... Discipline in one aspect instantly carries over to the workouts. It instantly carries over to the riding. Mm-hmm. I know that for me, I know that for an absolute fact. Even in Destiny, it even makes me a better clan member and a better de- just. Just when you're trying to, the discipline makes everything easier. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. It just bleeds into. I just th- things bleed into each other like that. Hmm. Well, shit, dude. I'm gonna keep us updated on that. Yeah. Because I was like, I was like watching. That's fun. Like, this is a cool time in human history because like there's everybody can learn about all these different things from each other mm-hmm. and people can serve as, serve as their own like experiment of one sort of thing like that's really what drew me to Tim Ferriss initially was that he was just willing to like do all these things and like talk about his experiences with it mm-hmm. and there's a lot of, like I'm super intru- like probably probably too much so i'm intrigued by like the fringe shit and like the things that are kind of poo-pooed by the 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 standard uh powers that be yeah. i suppose I, I i like that shit too <laughs> for sure <laughs> like honestly like objectively probably a little bit too much because there can only be so many of these guys that are saying like oh no like the way that you think the world is isn't that way and i've got it figured out like only so many of those motherfuckers can be correct yeah like they can't all be right and like our entire lives are wrong mm-hmm. like, it can't all be that way yeah but I am those are the the areas that 
really intrigued me and so like with people that are into the whole like biohacking scene like i for one don't have a whole lot of interest in taking like you know six hundred dollars worth of like crazy vitamins and supplements in the morning and you know like bathing my eyeballs in a specific wavelength of red light and like all that kind Fuck of shit you but i have no time for you <laughs> I have no but time for i want to see what happens to people that do do that yeah and as long as as long as people are like objective and truthful about what they're going through then great yeah it gets weird when like one of the things with uh people that did like vegan cookbooks and then went and then like went not vegan and then they backed out of the vegan diet because like it didn't work for them and like their they felt like their health wasn't as optimum as it was when they were not vegan switching back to it and like still continuing on to like sell their their cookbooks and like promote their vegan stuff but they're not actually vegan right like when it gets to that sort of scenario like that's a little now you're just that fucking ve- weird like, yeah you can't like hey hey what are we doing here yeah what's going on I could definitely see proselytizing vegans just sneaking cheeseburgers in the fucking closet <laughs> And if you're playing the drinking game, that's probably the sixth time that John's used proselytizing today. Yeah. That powerful vocab. Yeah. It's just it's a it's a <laughs> it's a poignant word when you're talking about because that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. You're just casting out your fucking the shit that we're trying to Join my cult. It works. <laughs> it works. Join me. Spread the message. Join me. When we went down to Pike's place the other day, like we passed one of those dudes on the street that was just like gr- white knuckle gripping the Bible and like screaming into the I crowd. I like that. I like. I needed that visual description. <laughs> just, ah! Squeezing the piss out of that Bible. Like, Yo, god damn. Oh, yeah, that boy. whole that whole train of like, come on, get on board. Yeah, let's roll. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I think I'm pretty good. I don't. I don't judge people too bad about their diets. Like, most of the time when I see people eating stuff that I want, I just go, God, good for you. Mm-hmm. And that's honest to God truth. I'm enjoy, like, enjoy yourself. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Fuck my discipline. That looks delicious. <laughs> oh, but when I do judge you is when you're the fucking health educator at Central Washington University, and I see you with big gulps in your hand every day. Yeah. I have a problem with that. Yeah. It's just like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You're just throwing it in everyone's face? <laughs> you're getting paid to be the health educator, and you're just slamming down, like, the worst substance we've ever created to put in our bodies, <laughs> besides alcohol, maybe, objectively, like, one of the worst that we consider just an everyday edible thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, ah, uh, I don't have a lot of respect for your opinion, anything health-related. Seattle is going to do a uh, like a sugar like a sweetened beverage tax. Yeah, that's that's coming down the pipeline, and it's going to be it's so well, people are going to be pissed is what's going to happen. It's something like one point seven five cents per ounce or something like that. It's expensive, and it includes it includes like this weird mix of stuff too, which this is all going off of just like word of mouth. Like I haven't read anything about this, but what was being talked about was it's going to include things such as like uh sweetened teas and kombucha as well and interest it is going to That's exclude dairy-based products so strawberry milk will not be taxed that's why the skeptical hippo kombucha eyes will be taxed 
The dairy industry is a powerful force. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a bunch of bullshit. One of the one of the most confusing parts about this quarter was coming from Central and like getting getting my education there, which was very much like mainstream direction that nutrition was heading, but also like dabbling in the friendship where it's like, no, like fat is not the demon that we thought it was, da da da. Right. Like actually you want more fat in your diet. And like thinking that I had everything kind of like figured out in that sense, and then coming to Central and learning about, or coming to where I am now, and learning about um, like specific effects of saturated fat and like how it affects the entire regulatory system of how you eat. So you have. So, like, the cells that are your taste buds Mm -hmm. in your tongue, you also have those cells in your gut. And so you you effectively have nutrient sensors all throughout your gut that send signals, whether whether it's directly wired signals or it's chemical signals that can either interface directly with your brain or send, uh, trip off other electrical signals. Whatever route, you have these cells in your stomach that are nutrient sensors that are alerting this like central hub of your brain about what's coming in and it can it's attached to systems that regulate your metabolism so when your body is working properly it should be able to take in food have a pretty rough estimate of like the caloric content of that food and base your metabolism off of that, whether it needs you to expend more energy or like power down your metabolism a little bit and conserve some. And there are a whole host of different things that can fuck that system up. But one of the things is saturated fat specifically can clog up these areas in the hypothalamus, which is that that central hub area. The these metabolite byproducts of certain long-chain fatty acids can bind up in there and blunt the insulin signaling and blunt the effectiveness of all these chemical signals and like fuck that whole system up and it becomes a question of because they did they did scale back recommendations on fat like officially like it's no like cholesterol is no longer a limited intake like you're not supposed to worry about it dietary cholesterol as much unless you have like familial hypercholesterolemia or something the but saturated fat is still recommended to be 10% or fewer of your total calories Hmm. that you're taking in but fat overall is isn't um, like demonized as much as it has been and so it's been confusing to go from like oh like yeah you can just like tuck into an entire slab of bacon and put butter directly in your coffee to like oh like that could be a contributor to the problem the the thing that i'm not sure about is these like these types of studies that are looking at that like what the the influence of carbohydrate in addition to that fat is and the the having access now to essentially like whatever scientific journal I want is amazing and terrifying because it's so daunting there's so many studies out there and it's the trying to figure out like what information is worthwhile like what's worth your time what's 
you know interesting to pursue but um a like the whole reason i started talking about this was the dairy industry and the cattle the the i think it's the american cattle ranchers association yeah. or cattle Society. cattle beef or wh whatever the fuck organization it is they had direct and indirect ties to the research and the the funding of the research that put out those meta-analyses that said that fat was no big deal at all interesting and as you've been discovering in journalism like when you follow the money like it doesn't directly like it's not directly damning but when you start gathering enough evidence and reading between the lines mm -hmm. it gets really weird yeah so yeah it's going to it's this this program has been really cool because it's not it's not just a continuation of my undergrad it's not like i'm just learning about nutrition but just learning more about the different metabolites and molecules and systems and all that it's mm -hmm. it's like a really big systems approach to food and how how we consume food and how we view food and oftentimes it's super depressing like there's been multiple multiple times where we leave class for the week like and everyone is just like wow like fuck we're fucked we are fucked <laughs> everything is fucked it's so confusing it's it's very confusing and it's almost and like no matter what type of approach you use like you're gonna find a study that says this food or this diet damages this part of your body and it's it's not even so much from like the the conflicting evidence sense like if it was if it was strictly a matter of conflicting evidence i think i'd actually feel better about it the the depressing shit is looking at our food system as a whole and taking stock of like how fucked everything is and how deeply entrenched all those things that are fucked are like wound into that system and it becomes this sort of thing where like it's like a cancer that's metastasized and you're trying to like id all the different spots where that cancer is and trying to eliminate it mm -hmm. and it's the it's like is this something that we can do as nutritionists alone like no fucking way yeah like, if we like it has to be like an interdisciplinary like reaching out into all different sectors of like advertising and business and just like just general consumer awareness of like how we consume food is really it needs to be talked about in an approachable way for the average person and i don't i don't really know what that is yet and hopefully that's something we'll Explore. Yeah, I feel there's a general disconnect about like every single thing you put in your body directly affects the way your body works. The mm -hmm. way the mechanisms between all the interactions fire, it just like it all matters. Mm -hmm. It all matters. Mm -hmm. Like the reason why chemicals work on you is because you're a fucking vat of interlocking, inner working chemicals in this precarious system of mm -hmm. billions of mechanisms every second firing. Mm -hmm. And putting stuff in that is going to fuck it up or make it better combinations of both all the time mm -hmm. just general and then just the general way of it doing all that is wearing itself down mm -hmm. and it's fucking chaos it's, it's all chaos <laughs> dude it's, it's madness that's why I do diets and I'm like do I feel good good that's all I, that's it that's all I have time for that's all I have time for yeah cause the what? last time I tried to go get blood work done you know what they told me you, are you sick no I wanna get my blood work done to make sure I'm good. They're like, well, no, you got, you can't. I got that same, I got that I was same like, what do you mean too? I can't? And they're like, well, you have to be six. And I was like, well, I don't have it. I was like, you can't just give me a doctor, 
sign me a fucking doctor and get me some blood work. Like, no, you have to get sick first. I was like, I don't get sick. Mm-hmm. I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. Don't get sick. <laughs> Let me get my blood work done. <laughs> yeah. I just got real <laughs> snotty and real aggressive. I was just like, this is bullshit. I can't just come and give you money mm-hmm. and get blood work done. Mm-hmm. No. Fucking fuck you very much. Yeah. I was so disheartened by our medical system. It, it by was... their their cavalier just, you're not sick? Mm-hmm. Wh- why would you care? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's important maybe to just fucking know if I got some, some demons crawling around in my blood. They need to be fucking... <laughs> It's, oh, you're the type of the person that never checks their oil until the fucking light comes on. Yeah. Okay, got Yeah, it. and it just got really it. disheartened me about our medical system, but it really fired me up about just taking care of shit myself, just mm-hmm. really going hard with the diet and the, and the working out. Mm-hmm. And I'll, if I get cancer, I'll, I'll probably know about it. <laughs> I'll be like, I've been sick for four days and I can't stand up. <laughs> Definitely sick. Something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys, I'll cut it out myself. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. But I was just like, this is bullshit. Yeah. So I was like, this is fucking bullshit. The, uh, I'm, I'm going to loan this book out to a couple people once I'm done reading it, but Chris Kresser's book about unconventional medicine. Yeah. Like, it's it's much more, like, uh, like layman terms approachable than I thought it was going to be. That's and good. And so it's, not, it's nothing in it, per se, is, like, super... It's all pretty much synthesizing and condensing, like, various threads that I've thought about the medical system right. into one little text, but it's uh, it's a good overview of things and I, I like the way that functional medicine thinks about things. Like, that's the... That was my thought going into my initial undergrad. It just seems like a common sense way to think about things. Mm-hmm. Like, take care of it before it happens is, the, is like a big, you know, a, a lame... I would say is like a huge part of it. Like, manage your shit so you don't get sick very often because mm-hmm. it's easy to see that putting garbage in your body most of the time you get sick well one it's it's a kind of an easy once you really think about it it doesn't seem like a hard disconnect to put together yeah one of the things that i like really hit home for me this quarter was like how how trapped we are by echoes by the thing by echoes of the things that shaped the system before like we're no longer in really like a state of like constant need for food and like you're talking about about biology not even that just like within this last century or so okay like the like our, our medical system is built upon a model that had to deal with um acute diseases like chronic disease was not something that hospitals were set up to treat like in the in the you know the 1800s and the 19, early 1900s, like people didn't come to the doctor for diabetes and shit like that. Like you fucking broke your arm on the farm, or you got some crazy you know tuber- tuberculosis or some yeah, shit. Like you got a fucking rash or some crazy shit. Yeah, you came in and you got treated for that thing and you left. Right. That was like how it was dealt with. Like chronic long term care was not really that sort of. It's not. It wasn't what it is today. Mm-hmm. And so, but that's how the system was shaped. And so that's how we still treat things. Even though the needs, the needs of our medical system have vastly changed, we're still stuck in this fucking rut of like, this is how it's been. Our food production system and like our, the way that we view food was shaped during a time of like technological innovation 
mishmashed with like the the horrors of war and having to ration things out and famine and all that shit right and so that has developed into this thing where it's like people are super concerned about like quantity over quality and like if it comes in a package like it's still a nice pretty package it's like inherently better somehow with an organic label yeah 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 so it's it's been the it and the frustrating thing is it takes a lot of effort and work to like fucking pull your head up out of it and try and just like survey what's happening just to understand it before you can even try and address what's going on so i totally understand that people are just like dude i don't fucking care like i don't give a shit i'm just trying to eat and not fucking die and make sure my kids have enough to eat correct i don't care man so figuring out how to how to fix it all is going to be super super daunting yeah and it's something like like i said we can't do it alone it has to be it's going to require a high degree of grassroots interest and a large amount of disruptive innovations somehow i don't know what those look like uh i'm gonna have my eyes out for goddamn sure yeah yeah, the interest is the hardest part to break. Because mm-hmm. cause you're just talking about everyone eating less of all their favorite foods is essentially mm-hmm. what that means. Yes. Yep. And and it's going to be le- like people eating less of those foods or that none at all. so many... There's so many uh, financial interests in those foods that have incredible amounts of resources at their fingertips as far as like how to advertise it towards you how to determine like like where to strategically place the best location for it to not not only catch your eye draw you in get you to put it in your cart like all all these factors Mm -hmm. it's not to you know the whole the whole willpower thing kind of breaks down a little bit when you realize it's every individual consumer up against like this giant fucking megalithic machine that's designed to cater to their every possible whim and give them, you know, promise them all the the nicest delicacies possible. Bro, you know what the microcosm of this example is? Mm-hmm. Guess what's right next door to the goddamn Whole Foods in Linwood? What? A Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a Chick Fil A, <laughs> fucking just boop, boop, uh-huh. just right there. You can just pull out of the Whole Foods with your fucking leave your left blinker on and go right into that fucking Chick Fil A. On the pipe, Fuck. I left Whole Foods and there was a fucking just a line out the other direction. <laughs> I was like, oh, keto tomorrow. That's <laughs> Oh, elevating as I fucking drove through Linwood, and then yeah, you just look every, everywhere you go, mm-hmm. just everywhere you go, mm-hmm. just it's yep. just it's yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. That's why I'm gonna try to do the the two three weeks on mm-hmm. weekend off just to give just to reset that discipline muscle. Just mm-hmm. yeah, Cause, yeah. You so, can you can definitely work, burn yourself out if you just try to go hog wild all the time. And I think the work hard rest hard thing applies to dieting too. Hmm. Because we're in the fucking shit. We're in the trenches with this junk food war. <laughs> Sometimes you got to give in a little bit. Because objectively, there's so much delicious shit. Yeah. Even the stuff that I wouldn't even consider junk food that isn't good for you is, like, eat that too. Mm-hmm. Like, just giant bowls of pasta that make you feel like death afterwards. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just stuff like that is, like, when it's good pasta, just a giant 
fucking plate of just clams and linguine mm-hmm. with a light olive oil. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, bro, bro, mouth watering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to enjoy things like that. Yeah, I I agree. Like there's. There is to me, I don't know. That's an important part of my life. No, and I, I agree too because there's so much. There's so in in that whole midst of like this being this huge struggle against like individual consumers and like this massive crushing tidal wave of everything they could possibly want. Like a lot of that stuff in that tidal wave is great shit. Yes. Like and it's just from the pure like sensory experience of it. Like an Oreo dipped in milk is. A, Oh, magical, you went way simpler than thing. I was thinking, and that's magical. Yeah, let's go even simpler. Just, just a nice, a nice grass-fed butter on fresh out of the oven bread. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. something as simple as that will fucking make your day better. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's it's bomb, and you can feel your brain just explode. So or, or it's like crazy. Tiramisu. Shout out to Khabib. I know what you're doing with it. <laughs> yeah. He's watching all his friends eat tiramisu. He's like, you know what? One more, please. <laughs> one more. One more. But you know what? Like, Make it two. Like, especially all these all these different cultures that have these like fantastic delicacies. It's like, well, you don't like not want to understand that from a purely sensory experience. Like, you want to try those things and figure it out what it's all about, you know? Yep. Like, it, I think it's just a balancing act, and yeah, if that thing's just few and far between, and you just realize when that type of food is few and far between, where you save it for a weekend a month or mm-hmm. whatever works for you to limit it, like mm-hmm. severely limit it, you will realize you will enjoy that food more. Mm-hmm. Like you will feel the like a real sensory overload when you eating your first fucking ding dong in like a month, mm-hmm. and you're like, ah, oh, this is the day. Saturday, I'm eating ding dongs today. You wake <laughs> up and you have a bowl of Fruit Loops and you fucking dip the ding dong in the fruity in the fruity loom milk afterwards and you're fucking pal- you're just brain is like Bleh! okay now I'm judging you yeah I just threw that that was some science I just spit off the top of my head that's probably fucking good that was some stoner fat kid science I just spit god damn but like if you severely limit that to you know one day a month it mm-hmm. just it's a better overall experience and it shifts it from like like, like with the overload thing like it shifts it from being like I just crushed an entire pack of ding dongs and a whole box of fucking fruit loops yeah. down to like I had a bowl of fruit loops and a ding dong like I'm, I'm fucking good yeah because your I, cravings for it are less mm-hmm. so you'll be more satisfied by it when you do eat it mm-hmm. you're just like oh I'm good that was fucking delicious mm-hmm. yeah yep and it's a nice feeling too to like not wait because when you get caught up in those those cycles of just like mindless eating where after like the regret only comes afterwards like that can it gets into this weird like power struggle thing almost where like you don't feel like you in have control you don't life. feel in control at all yeah. yes so like regaining some of that in the sense of you're able to say like I want this now and this is good for like this 20 minutes or whatever and then we're moving on mm-hmm. like it, it is kind of nice I think overall like as people you know the years wrapping up people are going to be thinking about diets and like trying out new things and shit like I, I would say don't wait until the new year to start something or if you do like take this time leading up to the new year to actually like set yourself up for success if like, you're going to start something on the like new start year start to dwindle your fucking weight like as soon as Christmas yeah. ends you should really start backing the fuck off like weaning yourself it. off 
Yeah. 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 You really should make the steps or it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. The whole, like, go hog wild and then cold turkey, like, right next to each other, like, it, it it's never going to work. It doesn't work. Very few people have that discipline. Like, yeah, I've tried this keto thing in the past and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. It fucked me up because I just didn't do it right. Mm-hmm. And I just, in a much healthier place in my life to do it. And it's working. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, everyone's got their version of, of fucking... Just substituting the bullshit for better food. Everyone's got a version of that that could work for them and will make you feel better to some degree, mm-hmm. unobjectively. Pair exercise with that. Any amount what works for you is going to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. And if your doctor tells you that any of those things don't work, fuck that doctor. <laughs> Go get a different That one. doctor's a dumb fuck. <laughs> objectively, a dumb fuck. Because those things are so simple and so... Ob- Again, objectively, like, no, that will make you feel better. I can't speak to what degree, but it's going to put you in the right progress to, to make to further take steps in those departments to make you feel even more better. Because mm-hmm. the fucking... Something in common with everyone who feels good, they eat good. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Mm-hmm. It's across the fucking board. People who are healthy as fuck into their later ages, they've... They eat good the majority, majority of the time, and they work out. Mm-hmm. They manage it. Yep. Even the old dudes, There's they always... still manage it. I see 70-year-old dudes jogging their asses off, mm-hmm. looking good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that dude... And I'm like, that's motivating as fuck. That guy has been taking care of himself. He's still moving. He's fighting off time and death. Mm-hmm. He's militant about it. And that's what you have to be. And it gets harder and harder and harder and harder and harder. So you better fucking start that shit now. Goddamn. Because if you're trying to fucking do a diet when you're 50 you're good luck mm-hmm. good fucking luck you're so momentum and the motherfucker you're s- exactly you are so set in your ways entrenched you don't even know mm-hmm. do it now mm-hmm. when you have the energy to fucking do it yep a little bit, and also just like a little bit of like ah uh, what's the word I guess you would say mindfulness about what you're eating not even in the sense of like trying to control like a good lead into things is like just recognizing like what you're eating and then just thinking about it as you eat it like why am i eating this now was it because i was super stressed out and like i just immediately go to ice cream as soon as the pressure turns up or is it just because like i decided i wanted to enjoy like a little bit of ice cream tonight Mm -hmm. there's a there's a difference in that mindset that can just recognizing that from the start can be a, a really good way to set yourself up for future success and how you approach food. Yeah, I had to look at drinking like that. Like, am I drinking? Do I, and that helped my, like, yeah, I've, I've changed a lot of my drinking patterns in the last few months. Just thinking mm-hmm. about it just like that. Mm-hmm. And just clicking in my head, like, oh, shit, you are not drinking for positive reasons right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, or is it just, like, you worked your ass off today, wrote five articles, and vodka legit sounds delicious right now. Because mm-hmm. I love a vodka tonic with cucumber. Yep. And lime, and it's amazing. He makes a mean one, oh, by the way. Yes, I do. God damn. Stir, I'll make you one of those. I'll grow you a goddamn steak. <sighs> Fucking don't tempt me with that. <laughs> or do. Yeah. I'm not opposed. No, that's what I told my fucking family. I was like, I'm not buying no one nothing. I'm going to come over and cook you guys stuff. Ooh. All right. It's like, I'm just going to bring over steaks, and I'm going to make just grilled steak and chicken hors d'oeuvres we going to sizzler yeah I think I'm going to make them fucking keto with just bacon and avocado and just different versions like chicken and veggies like kebab-esque hors d'oeuvre things nice but just with delicious premium grilled meat that good shit with olive oil Mwah. and amazingness Mwah. 
I'm gonna blow, their, I'm gonna blow their dick away. <laughs> what do you think I've been doing over here? I've been, I've been slaying content and grilling meat. I don't fuck around. <laughs> God damn. That's the one thing I take pure joy. One of my favorite sounds in all of existence is fucking delicious red meat slapping on that hot oil. Mm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. like, oh, I melt when I hear that sound. <laughs> that sound is the best thing. So, uh, yeah, let's cool, fucking man. think about grilling meat in your dreams like I do. Oh, I touch myself? Wait, what? Yeah, touch yourself what? to the, the delicious to steaks and ribeyes <laughs> dancing around in your, just like sugar plums in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Some twisted fucking fairy tale Christmas. That sounds amazing to me. Mm. I just hang a T-bone on the fucking tree. It's just beautiful. Look at that motherfucker. Alright, everybody. I hope everyone has a safe and happy holidays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging with us. If you're still listening to this podcast, we appreciate it. Yeah. I assure you. Yes. It is not unrecognized. Yeah. We love you guys, and uh, peace the fuck out. Hope you all get good dope shit under the tree. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Do it right. You know that's a dancer, rancher, and vixen. Comedy, Cupid, and Donner, and Blitzen. But do you recall, what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. 